Alright, this is um, TJ West again. Um, I just finished watching uh, episode 10 of The Last Dance. Uh, If you don't know what The Last Dance is, it's um, a documentary of the uh, 1990s Bulls um, with Michael Jordan uh, talking about their... um, their final championship in 1998. Um, if you haven't seen it, please watch it. It's a great documentary. However, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking about the state of affairs today. I'm looking at Michael Jordan. I'm looking at Scottie Pippen, uh, Dennis Rodman, Steve Kerr, uh, Luke Longley, uh, different players that play for the team. Brian Scott. Uh, <clears throat> we have a problem today. And it's not just a problem of uh, the participation trophies, people not understanding what it means to win or lose. That is a problem, of course. I do see that problem. As a matter of fact, I, uh, I got some flat some years ago because my daughter, Lily, um, my second daughter, uh, she told me about an award she got in her class. And however, everybody got the same award. So I wasn't really proud of her for that award because everybody got it. And I know it's messed up because I know we in the, uh, participation trophy era we're in the everybody wins era however that's not how life works like in life you have winners you have losers in life you have uh, positive and negative you have facts and fictions that's and such and this is the problem I see today uh in the 90s, and I, I, I was a very conscientious person in the 90s. I, I understand about winning and losing uh, in the 90s. People have taken away that aspect of life. In other words, everybody wants everybody to have some type of opinion Uh, they want them to have some type of something to say whether it's wrong or right and if it's wrong then what we're going to do we're going to make it right we're going to make it cool to say and I see that that's not cool Uh, we see what's happening in today's society we see what's going on we see the tricks that are being turned it's it's sad that okay so real quick real quick lesson and and in the world of prostitution okay they turn something called tricks so tricks are uh the men that deal with the prostitutes that pay them money 
to do uh, different uh, actions. I'm trying to keep it uh, kid friendly. Uh, actions uh, to help that person out, and they get paid for that. So therefore, we have to understand that the love of money is the root of all evil. And since we understand that the love of money is the root of all evil, we can actually understand and come to the uh, conscientious uh, sideline of knowing that we know that people will do anything for money because they love it. So it's no longer about right and wrong. It's no longer about winners and losers. If we can make you feel good about where you are in life, I don't care how detrimental it is to actually your life. If we can make you feel good about it, then we're going to allow it to happen. So I'm watching this documentary of The Last Dance, and I'm watching how uh, MJ... He he wanted to win at all costs. Like, uh, it, it's funny how he went through different uh, trials and tribulations, but yet he still wanted to win. He went through things. People falsely accused him of some things, but he still wanted to win. We don't have that today. It's not about winning. It's about trying to be popular. There's a difference between winning and being popular. Okay? So, being popular, that means that you have to actually uh, uh, give up uh, your mindset. You have to give up your morality. And you have to condition yourself to allow the thoughts of others. And this is an opinion... This is an opinion uh, segment. This is not a factual segment. So I'm letting you know right now. This is an opinion segment. So you won't get mad later. Um, but you allow yourself to to get to a place where it's no longer about factual information. It's no longer about what's right and wrong. Being popular requires you to go to a place where the majority is. And if we could actually please the majority, then hey, we're all right, we're okay. It's all good. We don't have to worry about it. However, when you're trying to win, and this is the sad part about winning, when you're trying to win, you don't care about the popular opinion. You don't care about what's popular. You don't care what everybody is going to. You're thinking about winning. So therefore, when you're thinking about winning, you're saying, hey, I'm about to say, I'm about to do some things that are not popular. So going with that aspect, I'm looking at how it seems everybody hates one man. 
Like, I'm looking at how everybody talks about one man. I have not heard a popular stance on this one man since I heard in the last three years about this one man. And it's sad. Because I'm watching how this one man is doing a lot of things to help out Poor people, working people, black people, white people, etc., etc. However, because the hatred that we, and I say we loosely, we are taught to have for this one man, whatever good he does is not being forecasted, it's not being appreciated, and it's not being reported because, hey, we have to hate this man. However, this is why, in my once again opinion, and this and this is this is all just trust me, it's just an opinion. It's not factual, so I'm letting you know out the gate. It's an opinion. Uh, in my opinion, this man is a winner because he doesn't care how he is viewed. He doesn't care how he looks to the people. He just keeps on going and doing things that's helping. I know that's not popular now because the popularity contest is we have to adhere and we have to go to what people want to feel that's popular. In other words, we have to let down our personal standards to make somebody else feel good. We have to let down our own morality to make others feel like they're actually in a great place to be in. But this is not where that one man is. So therefore, we, we have to get to a place where we actually understand the concept of winners and losers again. Um, I know now in sports, uh, your kids, my kids, if they're playing sports now, they will get a participation trophy. In other words, uh, they're teaching there is no winners and losers. As long as you participate, then you're winning. That's not how life works. That's not how the world, the world, the world works. That's not what it's all about. You have to have someone that has an edge. You have to have someone that has something to accomplish. If you don't feel like you have something to accomplish, then you're not going to be a winner. If you don't feel you have something to uh, get over, uh, come over, then you're not going to be a winner. If you don't have an edge, you're not going to be a winner. And that's not being taught in today's society. And I understand that. I don't know why it's being taught. Well, that's what's going on. So, if you haven't watched the documentary of The Last Dance, Michael Jordan and Chicago Boys, please watch it. And you will see, you'll understand what is really wrong with the world today. And I, I, I know things are changing, 
but they're changing only for the soft-hearted people that don't understand the concept of winning and losing. Like, if I'm playing a game of basketball, and I do love basketball, and I'm about to buy one real soon because I'm playing my last game with my family uh, real soon. If you don't understand the concept of winning and losing, then you're not going to understand the competitive edge of the world. You have to work hard at what you want. You have to work hard at what you're trying to achieve. That's what winning and losing is all about. Winners work hard. Losers don't work. But losers expect the same award as winners. This doesn't, this doesn't just apply to sports. It goes to life. It's funny how winners, they work hard to achieve businesses to actually uh, make their family rich or wealthy. But the poor, they expect to have the same rewards of the wealthy. That's not how it works. You cannot be wealthy doing nothing. The wealthy is not in charge of getting you wealth. The wealthy is not in charge of getting you rich when you don't want to do anything. That's not how life works. However, this is where we are in the 21st century. We want the wealthy, we want the rich to contribute to our laziness. Because we don't want to work hard. We don't want to work, period. But we want the rewards of those that have worked. Think about it. If you're doing a group effort, watch this. I've done group projects when I was younger. If you're doing a group project and you're doing all the work, is it fair that your partners who've done nothing get the same grade you get? Think about it. You've done all the work. You've done all the research. You've turned in a great presentation, but that was because of you. However, you have three other people who've done nothing. Is it fair that they get the same benefits you get because you worked and they didn't? Think about it. Get back with me. Grace, love, and peace. Been a while. Been done a podcast talk. Been kind of busy, running around, running meetings and counseling sessions and whatnot. But I want to just touch on this subject real quick. I know a lot of people are upset. A lot of people are angry. They're emotional. They're looking at the the 
state of affairs, if you will, and they're not liking what they're seeing. And I really could understand if there was actually uh, some type of uh, if there was actually some type of something that you really like if something happened and you, it was actually your your feelings were actually in the right then yes you need to be outraged however because people have such a limited view of what the truth is they have a limited view of what the facts are they always make rash decisions on events that they know they really don't truly know about and it's funny to me how every time people fall for the exact same thing um the latest outrage uh is uh Miss Breonna Taylor I, I heard her name in passing on several occasions I never actually took time to see what happened until this week uh, when you had the latest marches and, and carrying on. The sad thing about people today, they have no idea, they have no idea what the legal system is all about. And because they have a limited view of the legal system, then they think that just because you shoot and kill someone, that it's murder. But however, when it happens in their own neighborhood, they have nothing to say. Nothing. They have nothing to say until it's actually their family that got murdered. But if it's their neighbor or, or they're, they're like someone two doors down or someone that they met in passing, they have nothing to say about that murder at all. But please make it a high-profile case. Make it a media frenzy. And now everybody and their mother starts to care. So we have to uh, uh, ask ourselves, what is the letter of the law? Because when you start dealing with cop shootings, you have to understand what justified shooting is versus murder. I know the facts are hard to swallow, but if you shoot at a policeman, the policeman has his own right through uh, his authority and through the, the uh, uh, people he served to shoot back. And whatever happens after those shots are disgaged. That's just what happens. There's something called an unavoidable trade-off. An unavoidable trade-off is something bad that happened to maybe an innocent person to deal with a guilty person. So, uh, say what you want to, there was a guilty person in this scenario. Now, I don't care what side of the, the wheel you're on. I don't care how you view whatever. There was a guilty person. There was a warrant. You can say all day long they went to the wrong house. There was a warrant with that young man's name on it. Okay, let, let's deal with that. Now, some people are going to say her name was on the warrant. That I don't know. I do not know. How? Watch this. However, if you're not guilty... If you're not feeling some type of way, you're not just going to be shooting at anybody. Listen, uh, I've had people come to my house before unannounced. I've never gotten my gun out and started shooting at the door. That's not what an innocent person does. 
you answer said door. And you do what you gotta do. So, a policeman was shot in the leg. No, he didn't die. But however, if you are dumb enough to shoot at a police officer, you have to understand, because what we don't understand is the police, just like us, have one goal in mind. If you're home, you want to wake up in the morning. If you're out, you want to get home alive. The police are the same way. I saw a <laughs> a lady uh, put something about cops being pigs today. And she was not an African-American lady at all. And I asked her, so what should we do with said pigs? Just Should we just make them all quit and we deal with survival of the fittest. Well, that's never going to be a good thing. I mean, you, you're talking about the purge. It's going to be the purge times 10 because everything's going to be running rampant in these streets for no reason. So back to the case at hand. One cop got indicted, but it was not for murder. It was not for murder. Um, the reason, ladies and gentlemen, that it was not for murder that the person got indicted on is the simple fact and reason. One, he was a cop. Two, they, him and his partners got shot at. That is no longer a murder charge, ladies and gentlemen. That is self-defense. Once again, we're going to say it again. That is no longer a murder charge. Once you fire your firearm, once you pull that trigger and throw them shells toward them, that is no longer a murder. That is self-defense. They're trying to get home. That's it. That's all. So, I do see the the endangering uh, as a valid, as a valid, uh, a valid indictment. Whether he gets charged, because see, people are, I know a lot of people don't know what the heck the legal system's all about. An indictment versus charged with is something entirely different. Indicted just means that you actually have enough evidence to put that person on trial for said crime. Once again, we have a lot of uh, uneducated people that are emotional. They're mad. They're upset. And I put on a page uh, somewhere that I understand that being emotional makes you less logical. But the whole aspect of that concept is actually logical. Because I know once you're upset, you're mad, uh, you're heartbroken, whatever, uh, your IQ goes down. You keep getting upset long enough, your IQ just continues to drop. If you don't study and read, then it's going to be at a very, very low point. So listen, I do feel, listen, I have to say this. I don't want this to get uh, out of place. I don't want to get uh, people to think that I have no heart. I do feel bad for the family 
I feel bad for the family. I feel bad for the mother. Uh, I'm sure she had a father. I know it's not talked about very often, especially in certain communities. Uh, but I'm sure she had a father. I feel sorry for him. However, I also understand certain things. And this is where I have to take my emotions out of the equation. I cannot have my emotion in the equation when I'm dealing with said facts. That's just point blank and other young folks say period. Because if I put my note, my emotion in it, I'm not thinking straight, not thinking clearly. And that's not fair to anyone. People, let's try to get the facts first before we start reacting. Before we start throwing people names out here in these streets like they're martyrs. These people are not martyrs. They're not. They're not. Call me a self-hater all you want to. I love myself. I disagree with some of the actions that some people uh, do. And that's not about color, race at all. That's about behavior. That's about mindsets. So if you got a word that uh, that describes me disliking someone's behavior and mindsets, then use that word for me. Do not use the word self-hate. A coon or Uncle Tom. No, that's not ever me. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Do not ever be so much into colorism. Don't ever be so much into tribalism that you can't see what the truth actually is. There's a reason that we have law enforcement. There's a reason that we have a government. There's a reason that we have leaders. Because we have to keep law and order intact. We have to. And you can't... And it's, it's, so, it's so amazing to me how we have a handful... Because I'm telling you, it's the minority. We have a handful... Like on any profession, every profession has a handful of bad employees. I don't care. Go to, that goes from McDonald's to the senators, okay? Every profession has a handful of bad employees. However, people have chosen to take the handful of bad policemen and make it true for all policemen. However, you and your neighborhoods, you still keeping little Ray Ray hidden away but you don't want to talk about that that's not what you want to talk about you want to deal with that you have a code in your streets no snitching but you want the cop to snitch can we say not only oxymoron but also double standard it's very funny to me listen listen Please, let's study a law book before we start throwing around that term murder like it's water. Because, yes, I, I, do, I do believe that some cops do murder. Don't get it twisted. However, we have to look at this case-by-case case basis. And you can't just say because a cop killed someone, then, excuse me, killed someone, my apologies, that that's murder you have to look at the whole situation and I don't care what you say if you put yourself in their shoes especially now in the 21st century where people don't like cops at all period 
policemen know they put their lives at risk much more now than ever before. Of course they're scared. Of course they're frightened. They want to get home to their families. And that's all anyone wants to do. Think about that before you talk about pigs and policemen. Think about that before you just start throwing that murder charge on every police shooting that you see out here in these media streets. Grace, love, and peace.